because we're too stupid to stop. This is Keep of the Geek. Hi, everyone. This is our first full episode. Just, just so you know, we are the former Kinky and the Geek. We are now Keep of the Geek. And we will be talking about everything that falls under our geek wear, uh, wheelhouse. Uh, that could be anything from the latest Marvel TV show to wrestling. And everything in between for us. And probably in other directions as well. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah. This being our inaugural one, and we just got back from one of our biggest geek events. Uh, we drag- just got back from Dragon Con. What were your overall takes back being at Dragon Con this year? I had a good time, but in some ways, I think I've had better ones. Yeah. For some reason, this year seemed off. Very off. Uh, for us. Yeah. Uh, the con seemed to be going great. Uh, everybody, was, you know, there was lots of happy, happy. Um, and, and don't think we didn't have a good time. We did. It's just, there was something just... Something about I'll us this her. year, yeah, because we had we we had our hotel we had last year. We just stayed at the, the Hampton Inn, and we thanked them again for another wonderful stay. Yep. I think part of it was this is my first year as someone who is member of the Cane Brigade. Yeah, a member of the Cane Brigade. Yeah, that that really does seem to be it. I think part of it being way too. And I, I think part of it, and I did put something in the app, I think being now in part of the Kane Brigade, the very long wait to give blood this year yeah, with no chairs. There, yeah. And, and we both noticed that when we got up to the, you know, getting the vitals done, once we got to the nurses, both our blood pressures were up. And it wasn't like we were mad or anything. It's just we'd been on our feet for it took a lot longer than they originally they Yeah. Because when we walked up, they said it was going to be about two over two hours. Yeah. And now we've... I don't know how long we ended up staying there. It was definitely more than two hours. Yeah. And they did a thing... They're doing a thing now where they have appointments. And, but the, the thing is, is the appointments... We were leaving after giving blood... With people who had appointments. Yeah. People who had appointments for the time when we got there. And they still had to wait. I, and I was hearing that from a lot of other people during the con, too. That despite having an appointment, it was still... They were waiting just as long as the walk-ins. Now, Thursday do, do, do tend to take longer because I know, like, probably people are a lot like us, is once Friday hits... Mm-hmm. We're on the ground running. Right. We got we have places to go, people to see, all that wonderful yunk. And you don't really have the time to stop and give blood. That's why I like giving my blood early. Right. Get get it on Thursday, get it done. Because then I don't have to feel guilty if I want to go get a Mai Tai Trader Vicks Thursday night. Right. Which we didn't make it to this so year. No, but no, we didn't. Eh, happens. Right. I think basically the problem, one of the problems is, is we also didn't eat like we were supposed to after giving blood. True. 
we were we were both told to have a big meal afterwards, and we ended up eating a couple of hot dogs and something else in the room, and then going to wrestling. Yeah, because we had places to go and people to see. And by the time, yeah, by the time we got out of it, but again, it was a you know I will be doing it again next year. I just chairs for the handicap would be really nice because it looks like there's even chairs to get into the dealer's room. Yeah. I noticed that when we went Sunday, when we went Monday morning. Yeah, they had they had a disability services area, but I don't think the blood chart did. No, um, and so I think that they need to they need to do that. They need to put the chairs back because I know what they did. They basically had two sets of lines, so putting chairs in the hallway like the, yeah, they used to would have taken up. They didn't have enough room for hallway chairs, but. If you're someone who needs, you know, you have on your badge, yeah. you know, seat in line. You're kind of not supposed to be on your feet that much. Right. Now, mm. we'll say that my knees didn't act up at all this weekend. No. No, they, they hang, hung in there pretty well. Yeah, and I was good, pretty good. A uh, positive thing from it is I won, I won because Life South, who does the blood drive, does a thing to where if you um, post a selfie or post pictures afterwards, you, they pick the pictures and you can win stuff. Like I think the grand prize is two badges to the next year's con. Yeah. Um, I happened to win, and I won myself uh, a fifty dollar gift card to Nordic Forge Forgery Nor- mm-hmm. Nordic Forgery, which is basically a gaming yeah. Norse forgery. Norse yeah. forgery, yes. Uh, it's a dice shop, you know, where you, they have, you know, the, the true metal dice, the bone ni- dice, uh, yeah, I mean, they crystal had... dice, and I got myself a very lovely set of metal dice for $50. It's, it's, a, it's one of those dice places to where if I hadn't won the gift card, I probably wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gotten from them just because, well, no, I mean, they had some... You know, less expensive expensive dice, but you know, I got one of their higher end. Well, actually, no, I got one of their mid mid tier. Uh, Yeah, because there were some. There was there were some that were like three hundred dollars. Yeah, but some of those were like real bone, right? And real crystal, you know, gemstones and stuff. So it was very lovely. Uh, So that um, I think I'd give Dragon Con overall. uh, I mean, unfortunately, we missed some stuff due to trying to keep, uh, you know, keep from falling out. Yeah. I, I think, unfortunately, Thursday kind of set the mood for us. and We just kind of didn't have the same kind of pep and zip. Right. Which I think, uh, I think next year we're, we're going to try our best to get a host, one of the, th- one of the host hotels, hopefully Hilton, Hilton Hyatt or Marriott. Yeah. Just so there's not nearly as much walking. And I think that was part of it. Yeah, because it, it, it... I mean, we were staying, like, practically right behind the Westin, but still getting out to the Westin, and... Right, you know. It's, you know. Yeah, it was still... It was still a little bit more of a, a slog. Yeah, I actually bought my first cane. My first cane that I need to use, I should say. I bought other canes, but they've always... Always been more been, decorative. Yeah. This one's been my first uh, functional fu- functional cave that has a sword in it. Well, yes, of course it has a sword in it. 
You, yeah. You and the sword and the cane. Yeah. Right. Well, I know you hate the color of it, but it yeah. seemed to be the best out of the, all of them when it comes to, like, sturdiness and uh, actual function, functionability. Oh, glue. Glue? The tip back on. Oh, yeah, we do still need to do that. Yes. We'll, we'll I was trying to soon. be subtle of just going, just saying glue and hoping you would get it and not have to go into this portion of it on the podcast. Well, there's so many things that need to be glued right now. Like, I've got to glue my DC TV uh, pen back together. Oh, yeah, that's right. That thing just, just fell apart. It just fell apart. I mean, I put it, I have a I have a cork board in our bedroom where I keep my enamel pens. And maybe someday I'll put up a picture of my pen collection because I'm very, very proud of it. But, yeah, I put my DC, my new DC TV pen up. And yesterday I just happened to be back there and looked down and the front of the pen was just on the floor. The back of it was still stuck in the cork board, but the front of it had just come right off. So I need to glue. Well, I tried to use the glue we have, and it didn't hold. So Not I think good. I'm going to have to get some better. Right. I mean, got Gorilla Glue and stuff. That's so. what I used. Yeah, that's... Ooh. But then again, that Gorilla Glue has been kind of... I think it's been drying out a little bit. Yeah, So true. I may just get us another... Thing of like actual super glue. Alright. Anyway. So. And I know the getting the con. Because I had a basically I had to kill one costume and one costume wasn't complete. And so yeah. it was it was kind of an off year for us. Yeah. Hopefully we will we will do better uh for next year. Yep. Um already planning on a costume for next year. Mm-hmm. Um Lord Lord Deathman from from DC Comics, just because he seems like a uh, <laughs> a fun character to run around and annoy Batman with. Yes, Batman and, and Damien's. Yeah, Ooh, blame Panda Red for that one. Right, um, and those who don't know who Panda Red is, so we're gonna bring him up. He is a TikToker who does a lot of. Uh, Comic, comic book, stuff. comic book stuff, and he actually does uh, sketches, uh, normally involving the Bat Family. Yeah, although he's done he's done other, I mean he's done X Men and stuff too, but usually it's it's, it's pretty family, much Bat yeah. Family. And oh dear, Lord he Death has Man. an entire Lord Deathman bit. In fact, I think he got written up on Screen Rant did uh-huh. a thing on the well, it was like ten TikTokers you should follow. And he was doing it, and the example he they showed was his Lord Deathman stuff. Yep. So, I blame him for this costume. Okay, so before con, we decided we needed to catch up on stuff. Yep. Especially if we wanted to go to panels at con for. Yep. And one of them, well, let's let's do actual Trek, and not the the other Trek. Okay. <laughs> the the show that is that might as well be Trek. Trek, Trek adjacent. We'll go right, with the yeah. actual Trek. Um, we have Paramount Plus just recently acquired that, and we decided to start watching Strange New Worlds, which is the latest of the the New Paramount uh, Trek shows. Yeah. Um, I was really interested because it. I thought it was interesting to start following. Pike and the crew, um, 
of the Enterprise, yeah. be, you know, before, before yeah, Kirk. before Kirk, and we absolutely fell in love with it. Oh yeah, it is so good. It just it has that old school feel to it, but with just enough new to make it feel fresh. Well, it it makes it. I think this was basically it. Felt like if they were able to get better technology. Back in the day, this is what the original series would have looked like. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that has held me back from wanting to check out Discovery. Is because they went a completely different way. They almost kind of went Kelvin Universe yeah. looking technology. I understand, no, they can't do, or they could have if they really wanted to. To make it look like old school Trek, because unfortunately the younger Trekkies would be, got, would, you know, the younger kids would be taken out of it due to the way the technology looked. So I get that. I'm not gonna fault them on that. But this is basically what I wanted from what I saw in the initial show, you know, from Discovery. This is what I wanted it to look like. I wanted the uniforms to at least look like the, you know, come close to looking like the uniforms. You know, and they've done that on purpose. They've, they've, we've watched a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, and you know, the the people who were working on this show were trying to go, okay, let's walk that line between newer technology and the old show uh, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I think they did that very well, since it is a, it's a. Um, not serialized, you know, with episode by episode stories with, you know... There, there's a few overarching storylines. Right, lines, but I think but, that's basically what, tre- you know... Yeah, but that's what, you know, ties it all together and make, you know, does make it... But they've done that before. I mean, yeah, they've no. had, yeah, I mean, Next Generation, mm-hmm. where, you know, you, you had all the, the stories, but they did have stories that kind of kept continuing on. And I like how they've been doing that. Mm-hmm. In fact, I hope they kind of keep up with that because they've introduced certain characters. Space Pirates, which was a really fun episode. <laughs> um, seeing more of uh, Spock's fiance. Yep. Uh, and seeing, you know, seeing that. And I'm not normally real wild about prequels myself. Yeah. I've Because there doesn't seem to be any real sense of danger to the main crew. Although there are enough characters on this show to where there could be death. Yeah, because these are a lot of these characters were not on the TOS ship. I think the only the only the only three Well, we all and and the way they're writing it, we already they've already written in the fact that Pike ends up in the chair. Yeah. This is basically they're working towards that storyline. We know we know Spock isn't going to die anytime soon. Um, we also know Nurse Chapel isn't going to bite the dust. But other than those characters, yeah. anyone's open game, really. Exactly. Um, maybe not the Doctor, because the Doctor was a character that showed yeah, up. Yeah, the Doctor on, does show up again uh, occasionally on um, the old series. But the storyline's really good. The uh, the effects are really good. The actors are fantastic. I love the fact that they are doing characters. They're not doing parodies of no. Pike and Spock and Chapel 
and number one and all these. They're doing slightly younger versions. They're just doing well. They're well, well not they're, even that really. Just they're doing they're doing like their take on that character. They know okay. It's, it's almost like okay, the, uh, Ethan Peck. That's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Who plays Spock? He is. You know what he's doing? He's Carl Urbings it. Yeah. He's basically because if you've seen the original, if you oh I'm sorry, if you watch the Calvin movies, Carl Urban is doing a wonderful tribute to DeForest Kelly. Yes, and that's what Ethan Peck is doing here. Is he is he he is doing a wonderful his interpretation of Spock, but knowing but knowing of a character that has got a very set set of mm-hmm. picadillos you know actions and how he but taking it and not trying to do parody or not trying to do kind of like what Brandon Roush did in Superman although that wasn't his and Superman it wasn't Returned his fault. wasn't really he was, his fault he was but doing basically, what he was told there yeah, right? he was having to do a Christopher Reeves impersonation mm-hmm. and that's you know really been interesting uh, seeing how they do that I love how they're bringing it you know there are Tellarites there are Andorians um, there are even offshoots of Andorians. Mm-hmm. Um, they're bringing in the Gorn. They did a really good what if storyline. Yeah. Um, we're trying to trying to do do a review. trying to be generic in case you know you want to go watch this and you don't want to be spoiled. And I think the best way to say how much we liked it is it became a weekly show for us. Yeah. We were we were watching it. Not as soon as it drops, but that Thursday when it when it was on, that was we had dinner, watching, watching Star Trek. Watching Star Trek, yeah. And we really can't wait for season two. I know season two is in the can. Yep. Because I know most of season one had been done before it even dropped, mm-hmm. uh, or had been shot for a while. So then they had to do the whole COVID thing. Yeah. And that's what took them a little bit longer to put it out. But we really enjoyed. Yes, we really, we really, really did enjoy it. And the nice thing was, going back to Dragon Con, we got to meet three of the uh, three of the actors. Yes, we got to meet the guy who plays Kirk. I mean, uh, Pike. Pike, uh, Ethan Peck, who seems to be the only name that is sticking in my head right now, who plays Spock. And then we met the young lady who was playing um, Nurse Chapel. Nurse Chapel, and they were all very lovely. I think I confused. You confused Pike. I, I didn't really know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, there's a. I wanted to ask this actor because there was a scene in the Space Pirates episode where they've got this wonderful little panning shot that's going. Basically, it's it's captures navigation and and helm sweeping sweeping with Pike in the middle of the shot as it kind of sweeps around. And Pike is going off, making all these, basically talking like a pirate. And number one is just just looks done with him, done with him, and says, "Please stop." And it just seemed like that wasn't that it seemed wasn't a little too real. Real, yeah. It seemed like you know it was a, kind of an improv thing, or you know, and but no, he said no. She's just a really good actress. <laughs> and so okay. I was a little disappointed, but I don't think he quite got what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> looked like you were having fun, sir. Yeah, that's basically what it looked like. It looked he like was you were having, having a little too much fun. fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
But anyway. Yeah. So that's the that that's the first show we'll talk about here. Yep. Um well I don't think anything we haven't been able to see She Hulk yet. No. We're way behind on Marvel. Uh, Just put that out there. We're behind on Marvel. I think that's going to need to be one of our next things to catch up on. Yeah. Well, we're well, we're we're caught up, but we're not. Um, it's weird. I think uh, we've hit the more essential movies. Yeah. That seem to who have been basically the the things that have progressed the storyline a little bit more, which was basically No Way Home, Spider Man, No Way Home, and well, and what I mean by that is because we've already seen we had we had seen Wandavision, we had seen Loki, and we had seen the What If cartoon. And it seemed like with the way they're laying and been laying out this particular part of uh, Marvel is those seem to be the the story the, the what have been progressing the storyline where everything else is more like telling stories to get to know other characters like Black Widow seems to be more of a let's learn more about a character we killed off and this movie should have come out. Beforehand, yeah, a while ago. We've still got to catch that one. Uh, we have not seen uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier yet. Oh, we haven't seen Hawkeye. I think those, and we haven't seen Miss Marvel. No, we haven't. And Moon Knight. And Moon Knight. So I thought we had a little more on TV, but those are the TVs we haven't seen. We haven't seen Black Widow. We haven't seen Sung chi We yeah. haven't seen The Eternals. I think those are the only movies we haven't seen, or those Although, three. comment if you want. I, part of me is thinking of skipping The Eternals. Just from what everybody's saying, but I, we'll, we'll we'll see where we go with that. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not as rushed to see it. I know we need to. It sounds like we need to see Sung Chi before we watch She Hulk. Yeah, and we definitely have to see Black Widow before we watch Hawkeye. Yeah. So we'll we'll get there with them. And we and we will do the progression of that. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, we'll talk about that. We just saw the. I think the the official trailer for Quantum Leap just dropped. Yeah. And I think we we both have where uh, we. I think we we both want to watch it. Because I'm curious. But, but the trailer made me go. Eh. Yeah. I grew up watching the original one, and it has a very deep and happy place in my heart. Right. It's weird that they already know they have to they have to fix things to start off with. Or at least that's what the trailer seems to say. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm iffy on it. I, I don't want to bash it from just what little I've seen, but I don't have a good feeling. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> Remakes, yeah, there just been some. Like I just learned about the, we just learned about there's a kitty rocketeer show. Oh yeah, seeing the kids in those costumes at the, at the masquerade. Yeah, we went to the like, masquerade and it's like, uh, the little sister wanted to be the rocketeer, so he thought, why don't I be the bad guy? And it's like, who are you? So you're gonna be you you you're gonna be a Nazi. And then, no. It was like some kind of weird junk robot guy. And it's like... Dr. What the Doodlebug f- or something? Yeah, what the fuck is this? And then the next one was his sister. 
dressed up as the rock, you know. It's like, oh, okay, I guess there's a Disney Junior or something. Rocketeer? It's like, okay. Well, I don't have to watch it. I'll just go and grab my Blu-ray copy of The Rocketeer <laughs> or put put it on Disney Plus because that is something I've actually rewatched just recently. Yeah. And God, does it hold up? <laughs> Good um, I really enjoy the kind of serial '40s, you know, serialness of it. And I know, I know it's got its cheesy bits, but that's kind of the part of what I like about it. Is it does yeah. have that. Well, I think that was also why we liked Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Right. Because they had the same kind of feel. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I just... When they do remakes, it, it just, sometimes it makes me wonder why, you know, they, they, they change some of the things they do. Mm-hmm. But I know why they do it. But sometimes, okay, okay. I, I understand the why behind it. Because they're try, not trying to make a shot-for-shot remake. Because, well, unfortunately you can't. I think they they're having some I think they have some of the problems that shows like WKRP in Cincinnati do where they can't get the rights to the music. Yeah. So they just or Beverly Hills nine oh two one oh where they just basically replaced all of the popular music they use at the time with bad sound alikes. It's like they had to have music there and it's just enough to take you out of it. Right. You know, and the, the, because the big scene that always that threw me was uh, was the episode where Brandon decides to drive to San Francisco to meet Emily, which was a, an old, old girlfriend, because mm-hmm. he's going through all this shit. He's kind of trying to get shit straightened out, at least out of his head. And when he's driving to San Francisco, they play this great Chris Isaac song, San Francisco, San Francisco Days, which is, I, I love that album, and I love that song. And then they, you get to that scene, and it's not there, and it's like, just, just takes away something. So. And sadly, my viewing of Beverly Hills 90210 did not have any of that original music. So, you know. I don't get that. Right. Well, no, when it was playing on E, when we used to watch, you know, when I used to watch it on E, they would still do it. It's watching it on streaming now. You can't you can't get the original music. And again, it's like... W- well, I'm just remembering you bringing up that thing about the song the first time I saw that episode. Right. So, you know, it's like, that's not the same song that was there. Right. Uh, so... Yeah. But I understand they're not trying to do the shot for shot remake. But it, there are sometimes you make you wonder is like Is it really worth remaking? Is it worth it? remaking it? Yeah. And although And maybe we'll get proven wrong and it'll be really good. Right. And the, and it and but we we don't know yet. Yeah, cuz I'm not listening to other people on this cuz we just found it cuz guy we found on TikTok loved it. And we watched it and was like, okay. Because there was a lot of things like before we watched uh, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. We kept hearing about everybody about how they didn't like the first three episodes of of Book of Boba Fett. Now they didn't like the the uh, moped gang. And, and we're watching, watching it and going, "This is awesome." Right, but then again, we had the same thing with with Obi Wan. We didn't like the first three, three episodes, episodes. of Obi Wan. 
but we loved we loved it all together once it was all said and done. Okay, let's do another transition. Okay, yeah, this is good. I'm glad you used the ding 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 right there. Um, because I, I want to talk. I want to uh, see the other one of the problems about living together and doing all this. So we get into some of these conversations where we need to start carrying the recorder with us. Yeah. Oh, the things we could have recorded while we were just sitting and eating at Dragon Con. Right, having breakfast at Dragon Con. Yeah. yeah. I think the one thing I'd like to get into right now to kind of round out this episode is what's going on in AEW. Now, since we have the podcast again, probably going to have to start watching or keeping up more with uh, Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I guess maybe we. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, that that that's after that's, that's after record. That's yeah. Yeah. that's that's pre gaming things, because we both had problems with watching WWE uh, for the longest time when we could get access to WWE, and because and one of my biggest problems that has set me scurrying away the last few times is it was getting repetitive. We were saying, for me, and I'll let you, Mm. it felt like they just had the same people fighting each other for a very long period of time. There was no change up. Basically, it felt like to me, storylines got dragged out bad. And that just, after a while, it was just like, I just don't want to, I don't want to watch anymore. And then we started hearing more and more about what was going on and how the the, the droppings of people and, and all that. And then and what what drove you away from we stopped kind of... Well, I mean, for the longest time, we didn't have access to it. Right. And then, you know, we started coming back and AEW kind of pulled us back into the wrestling, or at least me. Yeah. And I was like, well... Let's at least go see. I have access to this now. So one Monday when Geek was working, I was just like, I'm going to put on Raw. I'm going to see what, what's going on here. I think I watched about half the episode and saw maybe two matches because there was just so much talking. And Raw and then, is three hours now, right? Yeah. And there was, just, there was, there was too much dialogue. I mean, don't get me wrong. Dialogue is good when, when you know, for compelling things when you need it. But it, it, some of it felt like they were just talking to fill time. And the graphics, I was getting a headache from all of the CGI animation stuff that they were throwing across the screen. And yeah, they... and it was like there's no way that's actually hanging over the ring and floating around like that. And it just it. It looked wrong. Yeah, they seem to be using a lot of augmented reality stuff when it comes to their their show. The... Or at least they, they were when when we were trying to watch it again. Yeah, now, we... that, now, I will preface that with saying this was pre, you know, a lot of the changes that had been going yeah, this on was over pre, there. This was before McMahon was made, to for, it was forced to step down, and Triple H is now gone, ba- is now basically is in charge of creative and i've heard that they've been redoing some of that stuff i don't know for sure but you know that's that's something maybe we can talk about later right as a comparison well my 
one of my things that makes me a little skeptical about what's, you know, the changes mm-hmm. um, is because two of the people who are still there, you know, is Stephanie McMahon and uh, Nick Khan. And they were there beforehand, you know. So, and they're making money hand over fist and it's not coming from the audience. Yes, but from what I'm hearing, like, yeah, Nick Khan's still there, but he doesn't dabble in the on-screen stuff. Right. He's taking care of the the back office stuff. Right, but my whole thing is, I think one of the things that makes me skeptical is because they're making money, they were making money even with McMahon in charge, where, where everybody was poo-pooing it, that they, while they are making changes, wide-sweeping stages, changes is, you know, they're going to be listening more towards... Because they're making more of their money from USA and Fox and their Saudi deals and and things like that. And they're not making nearly as much of their... Not nearly as much of their revenue as coming from uh, merchandise and ticket sales. And that that's what makes me... But that's what makes me skeptical. But we will watch. We'll see what's going on. It's not even been a month that's since... True. Since Triple H has gone into creative, it's been and, over a month. Has it been over a month now? I think it's been over a month. Okay, yeah, I'd have to no, go but back. not much more over a month. Mm, more than a half, maybe. What? I don't know. I haven't really been. I'm just gonna throw a quote out there. Uh. Time is a weird soup. Right. There, there, there. Lately, there's been a lot of. Wait, it's been that long. It felt like it was just yesterday. Right. And, no, it was three months ago. Like, yeah. Like, just realizing it's been a year since my surgery. Yeah. It does not feel like it's been a year. No, it feels like it's been been a a year. No, it feels like it's been a year. To you. Yeah. To to me, me. it feels like it's been, like, a couple months. Time is a weird soup. Yeah. But. Anyway. But to go to what what was going on, and for those who don't know what's going on in AEW, it seems they had something that had been boiling to a head ever since uh, uh, CM Punk has come back. There has been some bad blood between uh, CM Punk and Hangman Page. And Duke, Colt Cabana. And, no, that, that, I was getting raised, that I was going to say, do... To Colt Cabana. Okay. Um, because they basically moved uh, Colt from AEW to Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And there has been some, and I think Hangman. I think I think that it there's it's it's been back there. I think Hangman's been the most vocal of everybody. When it comes to how things have been going between that. And it seems something had come out uh, with... And I want to say it was either one of the Bucks must have said something somewhere. That made CM Punk, uh, during the media scrum after this last pay-per-view all out... Mm-hmm. Go into detail about up to and including using Colt Cabana's real name. Yep. To go into stuff. And it seems after his little media thing, there was a huge to-do in the back locker room that involved 
basically involved the brand new world champion, the brand new trios champions. Yeah. And to the point of Tony Khan had to vacate those titles tonight. As we were watching, that was last night. That's right. That was last night. Okay, sorry. Weird soup. Weird soup, yeah. That Um, was last night. Yeah, just... And they did not show... They were showing clips from the pay-per-view over the weekend and totally cut CM Punk out. Did not say his name. Did not say the, the Bucks' names. Did not say Omega. They were all just... It was like they didn't exist. Yeah, and so basically what they've done is they've... They vacated those titles. They now have new champ, or the trios now have new champions. Congratulations to the, to Death, the Death Triangle, triangle. Um, and they're doing a tournament to be to get a new world's champion. And honestly, I think from what we've been hearing, this was the the best thing that management could do yeah. because they had already set precedent. Because it seems that about a month and a half ago. There was a, 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 a dust up between Sammy Guevara and Eddie Kingston, where Eddie Kingston laid hands on Sammy, um, and and they suspended Eddie. Mm-hmm. And what I've loved about that, what I've really liked about that story, is Eddie has manned up, took he, responsibility. Mm-hmm. Apologized, apologized publicly, and even came out and, and defended Sammy. Yeah. Look, that was between us. Every everything's water under the bridge. We shook hands like men, mm-hmm. and we, you know, we're gonna do what we need to do. He took his suspension. He cooled his heels, and they've made their peace. Right. And I won't say they're friends now. I don't know exactly how that's going down, but there's the heat's off. Right. And I like that, and I liked how they handled everything. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought back a wrestler who's been needing to be wrecked. MJF is probably one of the best heels yeah. to come out of AEW. Yeah, I was just, saying. I mean, he, yeah. he, actually, he's one of the best heels to come out of wrestling in a yeah, while. Really. And like I said last night, I'm glad to see him back. Um, and I really like they let. John Moxley come out. Oh, that and, and he dropped the such an inspirational mm. little speech. Um, it sounds like it's the the leaders in the locker room to step up and lead have, have become Moxley, Jericho. Jericho, and Brian Danielson. And that's what I find interesting is that when you look at the tournament. The only person that isn't what you would call like an AEW guy is Danielson. That's only because he hasn't held uh, gold in AEW yet. Well, no, because well, he's, well he's not even he's been there over just over a year. True. Where everybody else has has been there since nearly uh, day one, if not day one. Yeah, because I think I think. Because Moxley came in, I want to say, he wasn't there when they were announced, but he was there at, like, the first pay-per-view. He was, right. like, the surprise dude. Right. Sammy's been, been there. there. 
Jericho's been there. Jericho's since the been there beginning. since the very beginning. I mean, he he this I is mean, he his was company. at the he was at the media scrum where they announced AEW was going to exist. Right. You know? I don't know about. I know Sammy was there because I want to say. Yeah, Sammy was. Jericho brought Sammy in. Mm-hmm. He saw him in the independents and liked liked his work. The only one I'm not sure is how soon Darby Allen. I don't know if he was a day one dude, but he's been there. Yeah, but he's been there, there since. long enough. I mean, he's been he's the longest reigning TNT title holder. Right. But basically, these are all guys that the AEW have propped up. Hangman Page. Yeah, another, sorry, that was day another one. That... Yeah, and I think that that kind of shows that when it comes to these guys who are coming in, all, all the you know you look at the big WWE people they've brought in with Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, and CM Punk. And I only say this is because Punk, you know, these are people who be, got big in WWE. Right. I don't know about Punk, but it's like, see, it's Adam Cole and Brian Danielson have basically come in and have fucking embraced AEW. I think Cole even more so. Well, Cole Cole had a connection before that anyway. Well, I know, but I'm saying, but he, he again, he got big in WWE but he got to come here, and he got to... Um, I would dispute that. He was big before he went to WWE. If, if you were in the right wrestling circles. See, there's there's where you have to but say. But see, that's the same thing. But it's the same circles where the Bucks were big, and Kenny Omega was big. Right. He was one of them. Well, I understand that. And but again, I don't really they consider were, I don't really consider him one of the ex WWE guys because he was connected with the AEW at the beginning. He just never actually joined the company. There was a it was it was all around. Honey, they the murdered same. they murdered him. They they yes. murdered him when he went to the WWE. Yes, okay. And he is one. Of, I think he's one of those guys to where if Triple H didn't get basically get forced out of NXT at the time. They would have... Not from what I was hearing on some of his interviews. Oh, really? Okay. No. The fact that his girlfriend was there was a big influence. Well, I know, but I'm just saying with him coming there, plus... He's talked about this in interviews, and a couple of them that I've listened to. And it really wasn't as much that. Because he left, left, I want to say, before... Really? Most of what went down with, with with Triple H and getting forced out of NXT. It was around the same time, but really a lot of the fallout of for that hadn't come down yet at that well, point. Well, I thought he was one of those ones that got let go. No. And he, they no, were just he let, waiting. He let his, his contract expire. Oh, okay. He, his contract was up. He decided to do that. Well, I know they have with Malachi. And, and we ran, kind of finished this off, kind of wish speedy recovery to... To Malachi, wherever, whatever he's dealing with, yeah, because it sounds like he's sounds like he has gotten a conditional release from AEW, and you know, I hope because he's he's don't know the full story of what's going on there. But it's but not like I, I don't think he's running back to no, he's w, not running WWE. Back. He's no. got some shit he's got to take care of. Yeah, so I I wish him all well and and you. Know, I don't want to sound cliche, but, you know, the best towards his future endeavors. <laughs> yeah, and I hope that he does come back. I mean, because I'm sure that I'm sure they'll they'll if if he want if he if he wants to come back they'll they'll take him back. 
I know but, as a fan, my arms are open, but I'm also there are several. Fan. There are several that I wish they would they would bring back, and unfortunately, there's still weird stuff going on. Yeah. With some of that, like the fact that Alan Angels is is um, still on the roster page as of today. Oh, really? Okay. I was over on the roster page just curiously looking to see if anybody had been, you know. Cut or what? 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 The right. lineup looking on there because they they have updated it since last night with the with the you know the new titles and and all of that and everybody's still listed there, but I did note that Alan Angels is still on the roster. That's interesting. Cole Cabana is still on the AEW roster page. Yeah, but uh, what about the other people who are considered um, Ring of Honor? Brian Cage is still on the AEW roster. I think right now it's because they haven't. Ring of ROH hasn't really hasn't really gotten all all up. They've done a couple of pay per views at this point. I think they're still they're still finding their footing. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. There's been a lot of talk about what's going on with that roster page. Right. (laughs) So. Okay. Well, I think think we'll stop here. Yeah. Because we could keep going. But, oh yeah, you're getting me started. Right, uh, we save it. So yeah, I uh, hope you enjoy. I know this seems a little disjointed. Maybe we'll, we'll once we get back into it and, uh, and come up with a kind of formatty. We're also still finding our footing. Yeah. Uh, if you love us, if you hate us, if you think that you, if you think Quantum Leap is going to be the long, you know, is going to get six seasons in a movie. Numerous ways of contacting us. Um, you know what? We're going to have to ch- uh, wait and either add stuff at the end. I don't know all the stuff yet. I do. Okay, you tell us what where they can go. <laughs> so, our WordPress is still there. It hasn't changed because they won't let me change the name of it. So, it's... But I don't know how many of you actually do that. Of course, you're listening to us here. Uh, we still have our Facebook group, which uh, the name change got approved this uh, this afternoon when I got home. I finally got got that finished up. So our Facebook group is Keeping the Geep. Um, we have a Tumblr, new Tumblr. This one's not age-restricted like the other one got. Keeping the Geek. We have our Twitter, at Keeping the Geek. Uh, let's see where else are um, we? We have a Gmail, but I can't remember if I did keep keep of the geek or uh, geek keep. I have to check that out. Again. Uh, geek keep six one six six one six. That's yep. right. Geek keep six one six at gmail dot com. Just because uh, fresh start. Right. And trying to think what else I've set up. I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it at this point. Yeah. Uh, not really going to keep on Fet Life because of the, you know, kind of format change. Right. Just, I don't think it's going to fit there anymore. No. But then again, a lot of things don't anymore. That that site's kind of, well, that's a topic for maybe another time. Yeah. It's, so you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing that doesn't say Keep of the Geek is our, is, our, is our email, which again is Keep. Geek Keep. Geek. Geek Keep 616 at gmail.com. And I'll have all of this linked up in the in the notes as well. I do a pretty fair job of that. 
<laughs> and hopefully, you know, I don't know, what, what do we wish? I, I'd love to be able to do Panels of Dragon Con because we have a podcast. That would be, be nice. Yeah, it would be, even though I've done Panels of Podcast because we had a podcast. No. Actually, no, because actually, we were friends with people. Yeah, we just, we just knew people. <laughs> um, but with that said, uh, we're going to keep our we're gonna keep our closes. Be good. Or be good at it. Bye. Bye.